Hey, Dory. How are you? I'm good. It's been uh, quite a weekend. It's been a roller coaster. <laughs> <laughs> and it's our final bracket. So that's Man. a that's a positive. Man. But yes. Guys, how are you out there? Has oh. everyone survived the whirlwind? Yes. It was I've barely survived. I still am trying to figure out if I survived. Yeah. It definitely got dark. It got really dark. I was definitely arguing with people on Twitter. I wasn't arguing, but I was throwing shots. Yeah. You had some strong words. I did. I kept... On your personal account. Oh, I don't care. (laughs) I don't care. I just... There's certain things that just get me riled up, and I can't... And I mean, this was one of them. This is one of them. So... I guess we should explain when we're recording and what is happening in yes. history. Yes. Um, history. <laughs> <laughs> yes. But it it's historic is historic moment. This I mean, it could very well be a historic moment. I mean, the beginning of our evening I mean it already has changed since the beginning of our evening. Absolutely. Okay. So you yeah. got it. You we walked in here under s- different circumstances yes. that we, we had prepared than what we find ourselves in now. Yes. We had prepared a rant, I would say. We we were Oh, the rant's still happening. I know, I know. But there's I was news. I was about to make declarative statements. <laughs> <laughs> which I'll still probably make. But still go ahead. So okay guys, tonight it is Sunday, December fifteenth. Mm-hmm. And we are recording at ten o'clock at night, uh, as we usually do. We're just so on the ball. <laughs> and Shit went off the rails yeah. on Saturday afternoon, evening. Um, so I guess we're going to talk about it right at the top before we get to the movies. Yeah, I think it, why Since, not? It's yeah. going to color the whole conversation anyway. And also our blood has been boiling. <laughs> well, mine has been b- boiling since Saturday afternoon. So I need to release, mm-hmm. release some of this. So let's explain what happened. Okay. For, cause I know we're, we're deep into Twitter where a lot of this went down, I yes. think. So let's, I'm going to um, just explain as quickly as I can about what has been going on because this actually started earlier in the week. So over the weekend, Hallmark made the decision to pull an ad, which fig- which featured a lesbian couple kissing at their wedding. Um, the ad was from the wedding planning website, Zola. So, After the commercial ran, um, Hallmark made the decision to pull the ad because they were pressured by a group called One Million Moms, which is a part of the American Family Association. And also they're called One Million Moms, but Mm -hmm. they do not have one million members, like not even close. As a tweet I read earlier said, one million Karens asking to speak to the manager. A hundred percent. Yeah. Um, but the group published an online petition um, demanding that the ad come down. The petition had 25,000 signatures at least as of Friday. Um, and because we all know how accurate online petitions are, Hallmark st- stopped running the ad after that. They totally like caved to that pressure disgusting 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 so 
Uh, and the group even said that they talked to Bill Abbott, who is the president and CEO of Crown Media, which owns Hallmark Channel and Hallmark Movies and Mysteries. And that's freaking disturbing. Yeah. That like a fringe group has his ear. Yeah. Not a fan of that. Well, I'm going to go a little personal in here. Not <laughs> personal. Not It's not personal. I read a comment on Twitter that upset me by a priest that basically implied as i took this tweet you know what maybe i read it wrong but the implication was that being gay is an affliction of some sort that needs to be worked through and prayed away yeah it needs to be prayed away and that it's like an arbitrary identity in quotation marks and it really upset me and then i clicked on this guy's profile and he is being followed by bill abbott yeah Bill Abbott follows him. Yeah. And I was not okay with that. Yeah. Not okay. That's a problem. It's a problem. And here's the thing. Can I start? Is it okay? Is there more we got to? Um, yeah. Okay, go, ahead. go ahead. Here's the thing. I know the Hallmark stance is we didn't want to get political. We wanted to stay out of it. We were trying to stay neutral. Yeah. Hold on one second. Okay, Let me, I'm going to tell, I think it's important go that ahead. I read no, the exact right statement because it made me like. I, I can't I just saw red my yeah. eyes probably rolled in the back of my head like I just went nuts so in defense of their decision to pull the ad a spokesperson for Hallmark said the debates surrounding these commercials on all sides was distracting from the purpose of our network which is to provide entertainment value I already can't um, in an interview the spokesperson added the Hallmark brand is never going to be divisive We don't want to generate controversy. We've tried very hard to stay out of it. We just felt it was in the best interest of the brand to pull them and not continue to generate controversy. Mm -hmm. I was so hostile when I read this. To say that your brand will not be divisive, yet you pull this ad is beyond insane to me because now here we sit and by doing this they kicked up even more controversy than they ever could have imagined and they deserve every bit of heat they're getting here's the thing they could have ignored that petition and they could have continued on the exact same way exactly where they keep saying that they're inclusive and they keep pretending like things are getting better and we all and we all sit there going like wish they were better but oh well who knows what's going on inside there but by taking the ad off they chose a side yep that was them choosing a side right and therefore now which i think as 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 stressful as it's been or whatever just as like gross as this has been i think it's good now because it's like well now you can't say you know, we see now we see everybody sees right you know what i mean and now you can't hide anymore like we right. see it and you're being brought to task for it and right. now and i now that they've i feel like now they're going to double back like they're going to they're going to overcorrect and we need that overcorrection yeah this is what i think is going to happen well i so i have a personal twitter account also and that is mainly like i i don't even know it's like entertainment people politicians like just random stuff that's not hallmark and i went i clicked over to that feed 
and it was full of Hallmark conversation. Yeah. People that have never tweeted or thought about Hallmark in their lives mm-hmm. had so much to say about this. And I don't think Hallmark was ready for that. Like no. they had no idea the blowback that they would get. Like Ellen was talking about it. Mm-hmm. William freaking Shatner was talking about <laughs> yeah. it. You know, like the queer eye guys were talking about it. Everyone was really shocked and disgusted. I was sitting there like Hallmark did not calculate this in their little PR statement. They mm-hmm. had no clue what they were wading into. And like you said, they chose a side mm-hmm. and they chose the wrong side and they had no clue. But I was sitting there like, how dumb can you be yeah. in this day and age to think nothing to would do happen. that and to mm-hmm. think nothing would happen? So I guess we should bring them up to date of what has happened since oh yeah so we were halfway not even halfway through rediscovering christmas tonight on lifetime yep and news broke that they have called in the head honchos on a sunday (laughs) (laughs) over at hallmark (laughs) hq the mothership (laughs) has awoken so basically um the card company came out and said the commercials will be back Mm-hmm. We'll be working with Glad moving forward. Mm-hmm. And we're going to try to do better. Yeah. And I, Hallmark Channel messed up. Yeah. I mean, I'm really happy that they rever- reversed that decision. Yes. I feel like they had no choice, quite honestly, when their own stars started speaking out, which we'll get to them in a minute. Mm-hmm. Um, But I think they've opened up Pandora's box with all of this because, like you said, they could have just ignored the petition and kept the same. We're committed to diversity and just throw Holly Robinson Pete Mm -hmm. in a few movies. Yeah, Yeah. and call it a day. And they can't do that anymore. No. And I think that that is wonderful. Well, I know this. This day before before the reversal, I just kept thinking, like, what are we gonna do, Dory? Like, <laughs> what are we gonna do? Because it was it's hurt. Whatever, it's not about me, but it's hurtful that we. I mean, we started this podcast what four years ago, probably yeah, twenty sixteen, and here we are, two fans that we don't get paid to do this. No, and all we've done for four years is promote this network that we love. And that we free promotion for them, free yeah. promotion. And we don't, I mean, we don't get paid. We, we pay to do this basically. Yeah. It costs us to do this. We don't ask for money. And how come our voices don't count? You know right. what I mean? Like all of these fans that have been promoting you, all of the, shall I say, gay men who are fans of your network. Right. And all just all the, it, like why do like they they freaking ripped off our bracket you know what yeah they took that idea from us never said boo to us yeah and it's just like what about your like i don't know i don't know how i'm I'm not saying this right but it's like why does that not matter but then this one petition matters from these misguided souls (laughs) you know like i don't know it's just infuriating it's upsetting yeah. And I was like, are we going to can't I be like, are we going to have to stop because what do we do the rest of the seasons? We love Lifetime. Lifetime is floating us through right now, yeah. you know. 
but they don't have a spring fest and they don't have a winter dream and they don't have a whatever the hell <laughs> it's coming and yeah do you know wedding february whatever they have you know rescue dog october i mean it really did i think throw us into a crisis i'm still in the crisis erica included like erica was really upset about this um she texted us like first thing this morning Mm -hmm. about it in a rage and you know like mel said we do this because we love it but we also i mean we support diversity and inclusion and if anyone has listened to like two episodes of this podcast they've heard that like we harp on this for a reason yeah we harp on this because of the dumb online petitions that circulate by people who are misguided and in and their actions cause a lot of harm and a lot of hurt and a lot of pain Mm -hmm. and I think that everyone deserves to see themselves on screen and their stories matter and inclusion matters. And, you know, I think it gets to the point where how long can we say that? I know. And, and support doing this. a network that, mm-hmm. s- that only pays lip service to that idea. It's incredibly disappointing. Like there's nothing I love more than after a hard week coming home and like curling up on the couch and watching these movies. I love it. But last night, after everything that happened, it took me until today to watch Holiday Date because I didn't even want to see yeah. a Hallmark movie. Mm-mm. I didn't even want to dip a toe in there. I was so, was so upset. Bad. I know. I like I like went in and deleted. I was like, buy one calls the heart. <laughs> <laughs> buy everything that's airing between now and Christmas. <laughs> I'll show you. I know it just it's thrown us into a crisis yeah you know like our 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 morals are at odds (laughs) with what's happening it's incredibly uncomfortable because we've been kind of blindly not we're not blindly supporting but we're still supporting here's the thing I feel like we get fooled every year we're like this is the year they're going to be more inclusive. This is the year we're going to see more diversity. Mm-hmm. And it, they trick us every time. It never <laughs> happens. And it's like, how how, how much longer are we going to let ourselves be fooled? Like, this really yeah. has thrown us all, Erica included, <laughs> into like, do we still do this? Do yeah. we still watch Hallmark? Because it's really, this. it just, what, what they are doing does not line up with how we feel. Mm-hmm at all yeah it's just not this is not how we wanted (laughs) to wrap up the season but i think what really turned the tide in all of this was hallmark talent yes um coming out against their employer which is really hard to do yeah and you know i think that I was wondering when the news first broke, I was wondering if anyone would speak out who would speak out Mm -hmm. because I've always thought it would take the stars saying, I won't work for you anymore for Hallmark to make any real change. Like you and I, I I feel like a lot of times are just screaming into the void. We are, you know, the echo chamber, the echo chamber. And even like 
I have to say, like, all of our, our Twitter community was all very, at least the people we follow and who follow us, were all very aligned on all of this. Yeah. All of us were not happy. And everyone was voicing their disapproval. Like, it was really heartening to see. Um, and I was happy to see that Hallmark talent who felt the same way was brave enough to speak out yeah. because that is, that's tough. It's, Should I we mean, mention some of them? Yeah. Who you got? Some allies. Yeah. Um, well, Emily Ulurup, or is that how you say her name? Ulurup? 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 I think the beautiful blonde goddess who can ice skate, but we love her anyway. <laughs> Brie from Chesapeake Shores. Yes. She was the first one I saw. Jonathan Bennett, who he's been in a few and he was in Mean Girls. You know him. Um, posted a picture of himself and his husband. And Sarah Power from The Good Witch. And Kristen Booth from Signs Yield and Delivered. Um Bridget Regan, star of Christmas Getaway. Oh, there's so many on here. I love that. Tim Rosen, who was on, just in Christmas Town with CCB and Mutt on Schitt's Creek. Mm-hmm. Uh, I saw a 12-year-old Hallmark star, uh, Hallmark star. She was in I'll Be Home for Christmas. Giselle Eisenberg. Uh-huh. That's her name. Um, Cardi Wong. Love of my life. I love him. He's from Flip That Romance, One Winter Proposal, Road to Christmas, Garage Sale Mysteries, The Birthday Wish. And I've seen on, there's been a push on Twitter for him to get his own starring role on a Hallmark movie. Mm -hmm. I am firmly behind that. I would love that. Love Cardi Long. Um, Hillary Burton is a big one. Mm -hmm. That's why I was saving her for last. Because of what she exactly she was tweeting about. She's a badass. She is a badass. All right, so Hillary Burton tweeted, just going through some old emails from a Hallmark job I was let go from back in January. I had insisted on an LGBTQ character, an interracial couple, and diverse casting. I was polite, direct, and professional, but after the execs gave their notes on the script and none of my requests were honored, I was told, take it or leave it, and I left it, and the paycheck. Shitty being penalized for standing up for inclusivity. I really wanted that job. It was close to my house. It paid really well. It was about the military, which you all know I hold dear. The bigotry comes from the top and permeates the whole deal over there. I've been loudly cheering for Lifetime all year because they heard my concerns and rallied. You want inclusive Christmas magic? We got it. Love is love. Key point here, I have a wonderful husband, Jeffrey Dean Morgan, who works his ass off so I have the luxury to choose morals over paying bills. Not everyone has that. Nor should we be forced to be dependent. If I had to cover our mortgage and was told take it or leave it, I'd be fucked. I love that statement that she gave. Yeah, it's great. And so, like, you don't often get to hear people being that truthful, (laughs) you know, about... For sure especially when their employment would be on the line if they're, you know, of course seen as difficult or like whatever. And it's interesting to th- hear that she had basically like an inclusive, 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 inclusivity, inclusivity writer, basically. Like she yeah. was really trying to make the change, force them to make the change. And I respect that. It's really cool. It's really yeah. cool. I love her. I'm really glad that she did that. And I really, I'm glad that she acknowledged that 
she has a partner who mm-hmm. can help her financially mm-hmm. because like she said, not everyone has that luxury, but honestly, that's what it takes. It takes people with that level of financial security and audience and fans to stand up to make the change because I mean Hallmark wasn't saying anything last night when we were all in a tizzy yeah but as their talent started like one by one just showing their support of diversity and LGBTQ people like they it forced their hand and people not even in Hallmark movie world Mm-hmm. You know, I think that I think that in the end, the only way they were ever going to change is if our voices were louder than the voices of these moms. Yeah. Whatever. One million moms. Um, and I'm heartened that that actually made a difference. I really am. Yeah. I just hope it, it keeps. <laughs> uh, I hope they overcorrect and they actually stick to their word and then they start changing i did think it was really cool bubbly sesh who is who they are the official yeah hallmark podcast they were crowned by the crown <laughs> but they said something i mean yeah. they, they posted had a lovely, like a love is love they had yeah. a lovely post um and that was cool that was they wonderful have, they to have see. something to lose you know yeah so anyway yeah i was really happy to see that i just i mean I cannot believe everything that transpired this weekend. It was truly crazy start to finish. And, you know, I think that I think this sounds so cheesy, but I think Hallmark could be a really important and impactful force in changing hearts and minds. And I know that sounds silly, but I think they're like a really great access point to, Mm -hmm. for a lot of people, I think they could really share some wonderful stories that would change people's thoughts on things that they're not familiar with and on people they're not familiar with. You know, I Mm -hmm. think that, I think that they could be doing so much more good than they are can i read one more tweet sure from that i really appreciated from freeform tv of all places aye aye aye. have you heard this one no they wrote this is what happens when you focus all of your energy on exclusion instead of clever plot lines call us zola we celebrate the holidays with everyone so i remember when freeform tv was abc family and now they're freeform tv where they are ex- in- inclusive as hell. I don't know if you watch Good Trouble. There's so many great shows on that network. They have that sign language show I really loved. They have a Valentine's Day movie coming out with they a do. gay couple. They do? Yeah. So look, they made a change and they made a drastic change. Yeah, they, and it's they great. swerved. <laughs> they did. They did. So anyway, I don't know. Is that it for now? <laughs> but this is our final night. This is usually a night of jubilation. And drunken revelry. Tonight, we are going to talk about our two bracket movies, Holiday Date and Rediscovering Christmas. And then we will fill out, so to speak, our, we'll talk out our bracket. Our bracket. We'll, we'll see who advances to yeah. the finals and the semifinals. And then, I don't know, however it goes, semifinals and then finals. <laughs> 
Shrug. <laughs> Shrug. Whatever. I don't know how sports work. Um, okay. So, number one, we had Holiday Date. Mm-hmm. And I was really excited for this one because I love Brittany Bristow. I was happy she was getting her own movie. This was supposed to be at least Hanukkah adjacent. So, after a woman's boyfriend breaks up with her right before the holidays, she agrees to go home with an actor who will pose as her boyfriend. So that's a super brief synopsis. That's it? Yeah. That's all they the, give us? Yeah. Well, on IMDb at least. Oh, okay. Um, but we should say that the actor she brings home is Jewish. And so he obviously doesn't know like her family. So that's Christmas like a weird traditions. Mid-movie reveal. Yeah. It's not, it's not an upfront reveal. Yeah. But once it's revealed, it is all Hanukkah all the time. Yeah. They are. They themselves are overcorrected. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. So, yes. So, basically, this movie is she gets dumped by her boyfriend right before Christmas and then is convinced by her friend to have this actor portray her boyfriend. And not like, because we've seen these fake boyfriend movies before. And usually the boy, the fake boyfriend is being himself. All he is faking is that he's, that they're together. Mm-hmm. But this one, he was pretending to be a completely different guy, Ethan the Architect. Mm-hmm. But he was like, what, Jesse is his name, maybe? Jesse the Actor? Doesn't matter. Joel? Joel. It doesn't matter. He was an actor. Yeah. Um. And I don't know how you felt about that, but it made me really uncomfortable, that whole premise. Um... I, I didn't really care. I was, um, I didn't really care, honestly. I mean, about the I, movie or about the premise? Uh, both. Okay. I, I think okay. I was kind of just like, okay. Yeah. Um, it didn't stress me out any more than all of these fake boyfriend ones yeah. stress them out or stresses me out. Maybe it was because they revealed a lie. They revealed at least the lie that he was Mr. Christmas, quote unquote, they yeah. at least revealed that he was not Mr. Christmas and was in fact Jewish early. Mm-hmm. So that wasn't like the whole movie, but there were just so many, like, I I don't know. There was a lot of confusion, a lot of lies, a lot of complications in this one. It felt like every few minutes there was just another mini drama happened like the real ex-boyfriend shows up in town Mm -hmm. and her family (laughs) sees her in a wedding dress shop and thinks that that she's getting married when she just needed some things for a costume she was designing they see the fake boyfriend in a jewelry shop because he's buying her a christmas gift they assume that they're getting married of course even though they've been together six months it was just a, a lot of confusion. It was, but to me, it was like a lot of lies that, like, why their her family seemed perfectly nice and normal for the most part. So why do you feel like you need to lie to them by bringing home a fake, not even a fake boyfriend again, a guy pretending to be the boyfriend that you told them about? Like that's weird and a weird lie that my my parents would have a hard time coming to terms with and forgiving me for. It's also just really crazy. Like you look real crazy. And then the fact that when they think that she's getting proposed to and they're like, we know you're getting married. Why didn't they just say 
no, she was buying costumes. Like, why did they feel the need to go along with that lie? To continue the lie. I like, mean, they chose to continue it several times. They could have come clean so many but times. But they could have just cleared up that they weren't getting married. You know, like, yeah. like why did they have to ha- add that wrinkle? It was ban- bananas. To be the only normal, sane, likable person in this movie was her ex-boyfriend, Ethan. <laughs> the wrong guy. You thought he was likable? I, I thought at least he was, like, the one with the normal reaction, which was, like, you're crazy. This is insane. But, okay, if this is what you want to do, whatever. Peace out. Oh, I did not care for him. Yeah. I did not care for him. I mean, listen, I... As my mother would say, I thought this movie was perfectly pleasant. I had heard a lot of Twitter drama in the days before it premiered about how it was insane that a Jewish person wouldn't know anything about Christmas and the whole premise was ridiculous and all this stuff. I didn't get much of that. Mm -hmm. Like he... He wasn't like completely Christmas illiterate or something. He just didn't know their specific family traditions. Yeah. Like, and it, to be quite honest, if I walked in a house and saw a bowl of popcorn, yeah, I'd probably eat it and wouldn't be stringing it on a tree. No. Like, I've never what? done that before. Yeah. Never. So, you know, I thought, I thought it was fine. I thought it was fine. Um, I am bummed for Brittany Bristow that like this was her big premiere night and yeah. all of that drama, drama happened. I thought that sucked. Um, but I thought I thought this was fine. Like I don't have strong feelings about literally any of it. Yeah. I was just kind of like, okay, that's nice. I thought it was stressful. Maybe it stressed <laughs> me out. I, I, I didn't find him particularly likable to the end. But maybe that's just an actor thing. Like mm-hmm. I'm just like the actorness of him mm-hmm. was a little annoying. Um, my favorite thing I did like the reactions to him. Um, cause he was just a little much mm-hmm. a lot of the time. And yeah, I think that his over exuberance yeah. is what really did him in. And that had nothing to do with his faith. <laughs> oh, shoot. It had nothing to do with him being Jewish and had everything to do with him being overexcited. Yeah. Like why would you ever decorate a family's Christmas tree for or them? Or like buy them a tree and yes, decorate <laughs> it. And then, but I do love when he showed up at the Christmas tree lot and said, do you sell Christmas trees here? And the guy just kind of stared at him. Yeah. Like, uh huh. Or the uncle when he's like, wow, this is a great hardware store. And he was just like, all right. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't know. And the dad the entire oh. time was like, uh, uh-huh. The, the Grumble Dad. Yeah. I want Grumble Dad to get a sequel. I want him to get his own movie. I just want him to be a reoccurring Grumble Dad. He had the best grumbles. It was strange that when they showed up, they were like, boyfriend of our daughter that we just met, you'll be staying with our other daughter's husband. Mm-hmm. It's like the husband and the wife won't be staying together. Weird. I it was weird. Um. I loved the Oive apron <laughs> that Terrell premiered at the end. I did love how into Hanukkah she got. Yeah. And she knew everything. Yeah. Um, I did love that. There was so much family singing in this movie. Every other scene was a family singing song. <laughs> I actually did like that say- that that scene where they sang the first time around the piano when he reveals he's Jewish. Cause yeah. like there was no way to, there was nowhere to go. Yeah. He was like, I, I don't know. <laughs> the <first laughs> of the song. I did like that scene. Um, 
But yeah, lots of family singing. I feel like I've missed out. Maybe I'll make my mom sing with me when she comes yeah. for Christmas. Yeah. There's no way I'll be able to sell that to my family. <laughs> but that's okay. That's okay. Um, yeah, I don't know. It was just... It, it's so hard to... I don't know how I would have felt about this movie under a, on a different weekend. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but as it stood, I, I had trouble getting through it. Yeah. Um, I was annoyed when he just kept, you know, he, like the whole thing was like his tells were like, he kept using actor terms for things Mm -hmm. like, Oh, I love props. Let me clean your glasses. (laughs) I'm like, no actor I ever knew would refer to somebody's glasses as props. Or like, oh, yeah. why does he know how to teach a little child how to act? You know, like, just, I don't know. That kid was cute, though. She was very cute. Very cute. Very good. I thought I was fine. Shrug. Mm-hmm. Shrug. Remember the part okay. where she decided she wanted to be a costume designer because she likes classic clothes? Yeah. Huh? <laughs> yeah. And and why was her boss at the final performance I, or whatever? I don't know. <sighs> listen lots of reaches yeah um i'm sure my hallmark fatigue (laughs) yeah was part of my experience um with this movie and um i thought it was fine i got nothing else (laughs) yeah yeah i thought it was stressful i'll probably never watch it again okay that's all right so anyway, that was holiday date. Yes. Should we move on to move rediscovering it. Christmas? Move it on. Okay. A talented department store window designer helps her sister design the decor for the annual Snowflake Festival Christmas Eve dance and clashes with the stubborn grandson of the founders of the festival. First of all, this one had an interracial couple. How about yeah, that? Right? How about they were that? Like, take that hallmark. Also, they were cute together. They were great together. And it's Jessica Lowndes, who's part of the Hallmark Cinematic Universe. Yeah, that's right. Mm-hmm. That's right. I, I really liked this. I thought it was so cute. It had two interracial couples. The grandfather. I uh, know the father. That's right. The father and the mother. His mom, her dad. Yeah. They had their little dance. Mm-hmm. They had their little date when he brought yeah. her some goodies. Yeah. She said, bring those snowmen in here. They were like some snowmen <laughs> cookies or candy or something. She was my favorite character. I loved her. She was hilarious. Mm-hmm. She said the gym where they usually hold the dance is not the Ritz. <laughs> and her son should get over it and let them do it in this nice barn. Mm-hmm. Um, but I liked this. I thought the writing was really good. It was mm-hmm. very quick. They were funny. Mm-hmm. Um, I liked that they had their little flirty moment at the cafe right away. Mm-hmm. It felt kind of real and organic and mm-hmm. nice. I liked that. We liked her assistant. Oh that my was gosh. Trying, to, just, trying to keep the boat afloat. Her friend straight lying at mm-hmm. work like, no, I've got everything under control as she plugs in something and a fuse blows mm-hmm. and the entire store goes dark. Um, it was nice seeing Lucille Bluth. Yeah, that's right. It's nice. She was great. Mm-hmm. Um, it was truly like a lot of times they're like, here's our cheesy theme to our dance and woo. But it was breathtakingly beautiful at the end. She, I know. It was very well decorated. They walk in amongst these trees, which is special because his family used to own a Christmas tree farm. 
Oh, it was just really mm-hmm. sweet. It was a nice, um, they incorporated the past mm-hmm. very nicely and his grandparents who started this snowflake festival and mm-hmm. uh, it was just, re- I thought this was such a sweet movie. It was. And like the drama, you know, there's always like the drama where they overhear something and or see something. They see them saying goodbye to their ex and they think, oh, right. they're back together. It happens every single time. At least, I mean, this one was like a real drama, you know? Yeah. He, you know, he feels like he was convinced to do a news report that he didn't want to do a news interview. And it drudged up some family secrets he didn't want to reveal. Yeah. And he blamed her for it and then he felt bad. Yep. And I could, I could see that. That's a thing That's that could have happened because she had been pushing him the whole time to yeah. kind of update this festival and this dance and to do it differently and to honor the old traditions, but do some new things to get more attention and to sell more tickets and to get more money essentially from people. And he struggled with that the whole time because he wanted to keep it, the same as his grandparents because they started it and he didn't have he doesn't have his grandparents anymore they both passed Mm -hmm. away so he felt I understand that you know you feel connected to people who have died and you want to keep things the same in their honor you know in some ways so I liked the story I thought it was really good yeah and she didn't give up her job in the end and move back to the town. I mean, wasn't that great? And neither did he. I know. Like, and he was just happy gonna, for her. Yeah, we're going to commute. Yes. Cool. So nice. Nice. Uh, so <laughs> I was pleased with this yeah. one. And I was skeptical. I was like, I don't know how I'm going to feel about this. Well, the commercial wasn't great. I remember we saw the commercial. It was not. And we were like, whoa, we chose that? Yeah. Why did we choose this? <laughs> it was probably... <laughs> It was probably the only one that had a synopsis. One of yeah. those end movies that were probably. Um, but I'm glad we did. Me too. I'm really glad it was a follow up to this weekend. You know. Yeah. That felt nice. It was a great palate cleanser. Mm-hmm. And the dialogue was just really smart and funny. Like they, mm-hmm. I don't know. I thought that they were. Their yeah. banter was always really cute. And I also loved uh, the relationship with their families. Those yeah. felt really accurate. Like his mom broke her leg and he. <laughs> Sorry, I'm laughing. But every scene she in, she's in, it's funny. She was so funny. And I guess one of her exercises was to draw the alphabet with her leg. Um And she was just, she was just like moving it in circles. And he was like, uh, you're supposed to be spelling out the alphabet. And she was not having it Mm-mm. at all. She says, if you make me do that again, I'm writing you out of the will. <laughs> <laughs> so good. It was great. Oh, my gosh. Her facial expressions were great, too. It was just all around it was. fun and cute and sweet and heartwarming. And they had a nice little kiss at the end. Mm-hmm. And we were excited that we were going to get to hear her sing. We hadn't heard her sing except in the car that one time. Mm-hmm. Great voice. Great voice. I mean, it was clearly like <laughs> piping the studio track, you know, <laughs> but it was nice. And it was like 30 seconds of the song, which is yeah. exactly how much time we needed yeah. on an original Christmas <laughs> Lifetime song. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we did have a slow dance to a uh, Oh Christmas Tree but I rolled my eyes at first, but at least it was an instrumental version yeah. and there were no words. Yeah. 
if they were saying, if I heard the words, Oh, Christmas tree, <laughs> I would have left the room probably. No. So that was it. That was it. That was it. I mean, I feel like there's a clear winner. Yeah, me too. Me too. Me Sorry, too. holiday date. Sorry. Yeah, out of here. Yeah, out of here. Sorry about the look. <laughs> the weekend that you landed on it wasn't your fault. It certainly wasn't. So should we? Let's should do, we do this. It? Yep. All right. Here's let's start. The bracket. Yep. Let's start with um, week one. Christmas scavenger hunt mm-hmm. versus Christmas reservations. Yeah. Reservations advanced. <laughs> and then the next one down is right before Christmas versus Christmas in Louisiana. Louisiana advanced. Yep. So we are down to Christmas reservations uh, against Christmas in Louisiana. I have a clear winner. Well, I'm just going to put it. I'm just going to go right ahead and type it in. Okay, thank you. So Christmas in Louisiana. Yep. The thing is, I did enjoy Christmas reservations. I have not thought of it again. <laughs> like, I really has not crossed my mind again. Well, I'm glad we made it here. Rachel from Hallmarky said that if Christmas reservations <laughs> won the bracket, she would die. So rest easy, Rachel. Yeah. It didn't you, you even make live, it out. Live another day. <laughs> um. So then going down, I'll just go down the left side. Christmas duet was up against staging Christmas, which was the one with Punky Brewster versus, mm-hmm. I don't know, the one with the, the girl from Nashville. <laughs> the one with the people of color. <laughs> okay. And then. It Chris- was the one. It was. On Hallmark Channel. And duet, moved the last 45 minutes of duet yeah. moved ahead. <laughs> yep. And that was up against Christmas at Dollywood versus Grounded for Christmas. When in which Dollywood advanced, mm-hmm. so it's duet versus Dollywood. I'm gonna go ahead and write Dollywood. Mm-hmm. Am, am I right with that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So then we have what Christmas in Louisiana versus Christmas at Dollywood. Yeah. I mean, I think Christmas in Louisiana. Oh, see, I think Dollywood. Yikes. Mm. Let's go back to it. We'll circle back. Should we do the other side? What do you think? Sure. <laughs> you can. We can. We can continue on if you want. What do you want to do? No, we can go the other side. All right, let's go to the other side. So we had picture a perfect Christmas versus sweet Christmas romance and picture a perfect Christmas advanced. Then we have gift to remember two versus Christmas nine to five gift, gift to remember two advanced. Mm -hmm. So now we have picture a perfect Christmas versus gift to remember two. Mm hmm. I, would I mean, vote. I think if to remember, yeah, too, me too, for I sure, say for sure. So strong. I mean, those that's a, a toe for pain. He wrote that, right? I know he always tweets about I think, it. I think so. Anyway. I mean, it was just a shining star. Those gift to remember movies are very well written and we love them. Yeah. And it's the, I thought I would never say that about a sequel, but you know what? Things change. Things I changed. Are unpredictable. I changed. That's right. Um, then we had Christmas Town, which was CCB's versus Merry Little Christmas mm-hmm. and Merry Little Advanced. And then we had Holiday Date, which we just talked about versus Rediscovering Christmas with Rediscovering. So we have Merry Little against Rediscovering. I'm already typing <laughs> <laughs> because Merry Little Christmas yeah. was definitely to me the standout. Yeah. You agree? Yeah. Okay. But then we have the tough choice of Merry Little versus Gift to Remember 2. I mean, I think Gift to Remember 2 was better. 
Okay. What do you I think? I agree. I, I agree, but I honestly would have agreed with either of these choices because I really liked both of them. I just think that Gift to Remember 2 gave me everything. It gave me all the feels. Like, I was yeah. crying it was really good. when I watched that. It was really good. It was also surprising that we liked it that much because it was a sequel. Yeah. I just thought there was a little more meat to it than Merry Little Christmas. Like, yeah. I thought Merry Little Christmas was really funny and fun mm-hmm. and cute. Um, but I thought that Gift to Remember 2 was a stronger story okay. and more and better had better writing i guess well yeah i mean i both of these movies i'll watch again next year so so gift to remember two advances so that brings us back to christmas in louisiana and christmas at dollywood now that i see that hallmark has made it (laughs) i can't forgive them i cannot forgive them this easily they're not going to be it's not going to be hallmark versus hallmark so I'm also going to vote for Louisiana because I'll take that by default. I did enjoy Christmas in Louisiana. I just love the Dollywood and I love Danica, but Christmas in Louisiana was a stronger movie. Yes. And also I agree. Hallmark. I ain't going to hand this to Hallmark. I just, <laughs> I'm not going to do it. Okay. I'm not do it. So now we're down to Louisiana, Christmas in Louisiana on lifetime versus gift to remember too. On Hallmark. Uh huh. Now, what do you want to do? Do we want to choose, or do we? I wanna... think we should do a poll. We should do a poll. So Mel had the idea. I did not have this idea. You did. No, you had this idea. No, I had an idea for polls in general. Like oh. if we were, you don't remember this? Well, I, I thought had... this was your idea. Like I misunderstood. So someone on Twitter had the idea that if we were ever tied on something oh. like you and I, yeah, if okay. we couldn't decide that we should do a poll. You're right. No, and I floated that to Mel and she said no. <laughs> but then she said, why don't we do a poll to pick a winner? Here's so the thing, this was Dory. your idea. I have a terrible memory and you have an excellent memory because now that you said it, I'm like, yes, that's absolutely what happened. I know it's what happened. <laughs> you don't have to convince me. I, I know. know. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I understand now. That my so, memory is shite and yours is amazing. So, so thank God you're here. So, <laughs> so we are going to do a poll. Well, I'll put it up on Twitter and we will and see. I'll put it on Facebook. Yeah. And we will see. We want to know what you guys think. Christmas in Louisiana or a gift to remember too. What's your winner? And yeah. then we will announce it on our next episode of the podcast, which mm-hmm. will be, um, which we'll record next week, I guess. Yeah. So you yeah. get a week. So it's up to y'all. We're out of this. We're, We're out, out of, of the this. game. Will Lifetime take it or will Hallmark? Hallmark t- you know, I feel good about I was like, there's no way we can advance Hallmark now. Like, I was almost like, are we scrubbing them completely? But I feel good about Gift to Remember 2. I feel, I feel good about it. I mean, thank goodness they put out that statement before we recorded <laughs> so we could ease our minds a little bit. Jeez. I know. I know. <sighs> This week has been. I know it's been. You know what? It's been. It really took the wind out of tonight, which is usually fun. And not that this isn't fun. It's a bummer. It's a bummer. It's, you know, there's a cloud. And, uh, but it's been a good season. We've missed Erica. I've missed Erica. 
I miss Erica so much. I mm-hmm. saw her on Friday, guys. I visited her and her baby, and it was a joy. And um, he is so stinking cute. Yeah. He has red hair. A little peanut. Which is all I cared about. I was like, <laughs> is that hair red? I got to see it. Um. Anyway, she misses doing this, and we miss her, and hopefully... Um, Hopefully next year it'll be a trio again. And you were saying that if she had been here when we made these brackets, there's no way Hillary Hillary Burton's her name, right? Listen, Erica would have had a field day with these with this bracket. Like I feel like she would have fought for the Christmas Wish, which was Hillary Burton's mm-hmm. lifetime movie this year. She would have fought for that. I just feel like she would have had some thoughts yeah. and some opinions and things would have been a little different. Yeah. So we were originally, which I think we should still do it. We were planning tonight to promote some lifetime movies. Um, yeah. Cause we did talk about our top five Hallmark and, you know, gave them all sorts of promotion. And then now we wanted to try to course correct with, with uh, pumping up some lifetime movies as well. This again was a, an idea Dory had weeks ago and I said, no, cause I, can't name five lifetime movies because i'm y'all see how mel just shoots me down i can't i just i don't have the same history with lifetime i also have again a terrible memory so really movies that i thought were hallmark movies turns out were lifetime movies um and i still don't have five but i know dory does so i got five you got five so i'm gonna go yeah (laughs) and so I'm going to start with two <laughs> honorable mentions because I can never just keep it to five. So these are my like all-time favorite Lifetime movies. And I don't have, just just so you guys know, I do not have any of this year's movies on this list. I think that's fine. Um, because I don't... I don't know how I'm going to feel in a yeah. year. Like these are the ones that I have returned to and always look forward to seeing. So while I enjoyed a lot of the Lifetime ones this year, remains to be seen if they can make it yeah. into the top five. How you'll feel about them next year. Right. And the year after that and the year after that. Right. So my two honorable mentions, the first is a movie called Holly's Holiday. Now what's fascinating to me about Holly's Holiday is that it originally aired on Lifetime This movie was about an ad exec in New York City who falls, hits her head, wakes up, and falls in love with, like, this perfect guy. He saves her, basically, like, picks her up off the street, and he looks just like a mannequin that was in a window. Like, the perfect man. Um, Meanwhile, she works with this hipster guy from Brooklyn who likes her, but they're very opposite. He's more abstract, like he likes more abstract, interesting art. And she's very much like everything I do has to be classic and, you know, classy, whatever. So that's Holly's Holiday. I I haven't seen it on Lifetime in a couple years and then ran across it on the Hallmark Movies Now app. So I'm very confused about how that happened. But I know for certain this was a Lifetime movie. So I don't understand what happened, but you can watch it on Hallmark Movies Now and it's really great. And it's still going on the Lifetime list because it originally aired on Lifetime and I'm not crazy. And then my next honorable honorable mention is finding mrs claus this is with mira sorvino 
I freaking love this movie. And Will Sasso plays Santa. She plays Mrs. Claus. She feels neglected by Santa at Christmas because he's, you know, busy. So she takes the sleigh (laughs) and goes to Vegas and has an adventure. It's so freaking good, you guys. I love it. And I normally don't care for Santa movies and magic Mm -hmm. and whatnot. Mm -hmm. This is a great one. Okay. So number five on my list is Christmas in the City. This is with Ashley Williams and Ashanti, the singer. And it's about a woman who owns, I believe her family owns a candy store, but they're going through hard times. So she moves in a small town. So she moves to the city to work in a department store and get some extra cash over the holidays to help fund this candy store. Um, I love a department store movie usually, and she is wonderful in this. She has a cute little daughter. She, of course, falls in love with maybe one of the owners of the store. Um, Ashanti plays like an evil PR (laughs) executive or something. It's great fun. Um, Number four is Holiday High School Reunion. That one's on my DVR right now. With with. Uh, the love of my life, Rachel Boston. She goes back home for a high school reunion over the holidays and, you know, reconnects with an old friend. Christmas in the Bayou is number three, and that is a Hillary Burton movie where she goes back home. I think she's like a New York. She works in New York. She is a single mom. She has a son. She goes back home to Louisiana for... um. Christmas and she reconnects with like an old friend who like so clearly is in love with her and it's really cute. Um, Love that one. Number two is the 12 men of Christmas with Kristen Chenoweth where she moves to Montana and she has the idea to uh, make a calendar with all the volunteer um like a naked calendar yeah sexy calendar they're like volunteer they're like i think they're firefighters or it's like avalanche i don't know if it's they're like it's like, like volunteer rescue, it's like rescue, rescue team yeah. search and rescue maybe um it's so good i love that movie and then number one is the march sisters at christmas with <gasps> julie berman that's a lifetime movie that's a lifetime i love that movie i that brings me so much joy. I love everything. Um, Little Women Adjacent. And I love that movie. It's so cute. The March sisters are basically trying to like fix up their house um, so that they don't have to sell it, I believe, is the plot. It's so good. So those that are my really top five and two uh, honorable mentions. So I could only name one until I heard that list. I'm like, okay, I know the March sisters. And I did, I was just watching 12 Men of Christmas tonight. And man, that movie is great. It's like racy. <laughs> oh, yeah. It is racy. It's so good. Yeah, she like finds her, her ex, she basically walks in on her boyfriend. I don't want to say banging, but definitely heavy petting with her boss heavy in a bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> and um, that movie is great. Yeah. But the one that I originally thought was, hallmark um but then i saw it listed on lifetime and i recorded it because i remember seeing it years ago and liking it and i mean i guess the benefit of having not a great memory is i can watch a movie i know i've seen and experience it again like the first time 
because I watched it a couple nights ago. It's called Love at the Christmas Table. Mm-hmm. It is so good. It's perhaps, I think, my number one now Christmas movie wow. over all the Hallmarks. Even though I that and Christmas with Holly, those two are my number one. I wanted to Christmas movie. They can mm-hmm. battle it out. But Love at the Christmas Table is a Danica mm-hmm. movie on Lifetime. Her love interest is uh, Ted from Schitt's Creek. And they, I mean, this is a, a few years old at least. Mm-hmm. Um, and basically it's they, their, their fathers run a furniture store together and so every Christmas they hang out together. Like it's it's basically like it's split up by their you're watching them grow up. So it's like four years old, and it's like ten years old, and it's them at this Christmas party. You know, at first they're coloring under the table together, and then they're teenagers, and he's like trying to kiss her, and she's not having it. And then they're like later teenagers, and he's hating on her, and like reading his you know whatever Bukowski and the other I don't know it's just like it's basically following their seeing their relationship develop over the years at this Christmas party and her father is played by um Luke from the Gilmore from Gilmore Girls and it it also is Leah it's Leah Thompson right Mm -hmm. yes um is a main character there is a lot of talk about Miss Havisham and I love a Miss Havisham reference. It's one of my favorite references to make. And it's just like a really charming movie. It's definitely would never play on Hallmark. Now that I see it with fresh eyes, Mm -hmm. there's like almost swears in it. There's, there is a dance scene, but they take off, they turn off the Christmas carols and put on a different record and then start dancing through the house it is has the most charming ending. It has their misunderstanding scene is like dark. Like it gets Yikes. dark. Some truths are screamed and it is like it is so good. This movie is so good. It's so good. It sounds I so good. I think everybody should watch it. I don't know if they're re-airing it. I hope they are or hopefully it's like on the app or something. But anyway, love at the Christmas table. Look it up. <laughs> Man, it is good. What a joy. Lifetime. Good job. Um, And then Erica was recommending The Christmas Contract, right? And The Christmas Wish. A Christmas Wish or The Christmas Wish? One of those. One of those. Anyway, both with Hilary Burton, right? Yep. Okay, good. She enjoyed, watched and enjoyed both of those thoroughly. So recommend those. Got any more? I don't have any more. Those are pretty good. Yeah. Was that Tori Spelling one? <laughs> remember there was like a rival singing group one? I don't the remember that. No? I don't remember that. All right. It doesn't matter. No, I don't. I mean, because ABC Family was once in the mix right. too. So like it gets confusing. One. Yeah. Because I think Snow and Snow 2 were ABC, ABC Family. Family. I think so too. Um. So yeah, some of the older ones, it all just mixes in my brain. Mm-hmm. So there you go. Lifetime, thank you for being inclusive. Thank you for coming back this year. Yep. We needed you. We, we needed didn't you. know how much, but man, did we need you. Yeah. Freeform, start making more holiday movies. <laughs> <laughs> I think everyone needs to be in the game now. Yeah. Honestly, that's the only way we move forward. Mm-hmm. 
push Hallmark push. forward. Yes. There's one more thing I felt I needed to mention. I've been listening to a lot of the Broadway channel on my Sirius XM. Uh-huh. The other day I was driving home and a song from Cats came on. Oh, God. And I, you know what? I get it, Dory. It just brought everything you said into full light. Because it was just a cat introducing himself no, or herself. No, the na- the title of the song was the name of a cat. It was like Giselle or Jezebel or I don't know. But the whole song was just them saying the word cat with a different adjective in front of it. It was like friendly cat, angry cat, sad cat, tap dance cat, <laughs> scaredy cat, freedy cat. It no. was like, no, thank you. That's all it was. The whole pass. song. Hard pass. It was crazy. God it was insanity. Bless. I mean, I know you've said everything there is to say. There's nothing more. I got nothing. I'm just more. saying. I hear you. That said, I think everyone should see it to experience <laughs> it because you truly don't know the madness that you're in for. I'm excited for that movie to hit theaters, which is very soon, right? I think it's yeah. On- I think it's like on Friday. Yeah, because I, I I am interested to hear the reaction. I am. Yep. Yep. Can't wait. also we're burning a candle right eggnog latte almost got away from us again ladies and gentlemen smells wonderful it's a great it's great thank you for bringing it dory you're welcome (laughs) also zero is here and he's been a very good boy yeah yeah only barked once he just wants all the pets and attention we needed an emotional support we did thank you tonight is that all I think that's. I think. I that's think that's definitely. Yeah, it. it's been a, again, a roller coaster. I'm spent. I am too. <laughs> well, thank you for listening. I know. Yeah. Thanks. <laughs> I feel like I need to apologize for some reason. Thank, thank you, you, everyone, for you know a se- another season. Yep, it's been real. It it, it ended in dramatic fashion. Mm-hmm. Um, but we have one more episode this season to yep. kind of wrap things up and I will put the poll online. So please vote everyone. Yes. Let us know what you think. Do you want Christmas in Louisiana to win it all? Mm-hmm. Or do you want a gift to remember too? cherished memories, cherished memories, man, it's a tough choice. It I is. don't envy y'all, but it ain't mine. <laughs> all right. All right. Good night, everyone. Bye. Bye.